Here's a little bit of a controversial question for you. What does EMS-based EMS need to adopt from the fire service, and what does it need to abandon? I'm Tim Nowak with EMS Insight. I welcome you back to another episode of the podcast. I wanted to continue on a discussion that I started on LinkedIn. Uh, so if you're not on LinkedIn or if you are, feel free to reach out and, and join my network. Uh, go to linkedin.com slash in slash Tim Nowak EMS or just look me up directly. And, and like I said, this, this conversation is kind of a continuation of uh, a great conversation that uh, I've, I've had some wonderful feedback on and uh, really want to give some of my perspective into it and what I think EMS needs to adopt from the fire service and then also what it needs to abandon. And by no means is this, is this list you know, all-inclusive, just, uh, just a starting point of things. So where can EMS utilize the fire service to its advantage? What can it adopt from them and carry on and move forward? The biggest thing that I think that EMS can utilize and should adopt from the fire service is a focus on structure. Something the fire service does very, very well is emphasizing, reiterating, building into its culture, focusing its attention on is crew resource management, chain of command, and even offering some sort of a career ladder or, or professional development within its ranks, offering some sort of advancement, a reason for people to stay with the organization or to even progress to another organization uh, for the purpose of moving up. So the fire service, I think, does very well with that. There's established rank, there's established structure, and not only established but respected. And, and that's one thing that I've seen looking at a number of EMS-based organizations, uh, private for-profit, private non-profit, even municipal-oriented, that seems to be just lacking. Uh, there's someone at the top, and there's oftentimes people down below, uh, you know, somewhere in middle management, but, but the titles, the structure just don't seem to coincide. Uh, you know, I think agencies are, are torn between, do we call our management staff chiefs? Do we call them directors and managers? What do we call the people down below? Are they sergeants? Are they something else? Uh, do they have a title at all? So on the EMS side of it, uh, focusing on those EMS-based EMS organizations, I think we really need to look at structure and adopt that internally. Uh, call, you, call your organization or call your leaders, directors, chiefs, whatever it would be, but have that chain of command in place. The better and the more structured that you can be, not micromanaging, that's a totally different thing, but the more structured that you can be to have that chain of command in place and established and respected, I think that's going to lead to better success within the organization. So much so that uh, my return issue of the EMS director, a publication I started a couple years back, on and, and kind of revisiting and bringing back onto the market, the the entire first issue is going to be focused to structure as the theme. And given my, my background in the fire service, I spent over 10 years working as a full-time uh, firefighter paramedic in a municipal-based uh, municipal system. Uh, I, I wanted to take some of the lessons learned that I had from the fire service and put that into the uh, put that into article format. So that'll be a big focus there. And if you're uh, interested, uh, go to emsdirector.com and you can you can learn how to uh, subscribe to that edition. So that would be what I think the EMS organizations need to adopt, or what EMS-based EMS, the industry, needs to adopt, structure. As far as abandon, 
I, I think that EMS is much more dynamic than the fire service, dynamic as opposed to static. So I think that what we need to abandon would be some of the static concepts, the static mentality. Now, by all means, I am all for the station-based system. I, I think that's better than the system status management roaming format, and there are certainly opportunities and strengths and purposes for that, so don't get me wrong. That belongs or that is correct or right for some organizations. But there's also some benefit to having a station. When I refer to being static, what I'm more uh, focused on there is the, the, fire seem, the fire service seems to have just its, its 24-hour staffing, and, and that's it. There's very little movement or dynamic ability within that to account for peak times versus off-peak times. Do fire services need to be fully staffed all the time with numbers of stations and whatnot? And again, I don't want to get into that argument, but from the EMS standpoint, I think we have more flexibility there to do that, to offer that, and to capitalize on that. So for the agencies that aren't doing that, I think you're doing a little bit of a disservice. So utilize those, those use, utilize the data. Try to find out when your busy times are, your peak times, and see if there are ways that you can overstaff. See if you can justify that overstaff to best utilize your unit, our utilization, your UHU, so that you're not only uh, appropriately staffing your organization, you're not overworking your crews, uh, but that you're also running an effective business model too, that you're effectively allowing for some downtime for your providers so that they can go back to a station, so that they can have some rest or just catch up on what's going on. So for the organizations that are truly static and have no expansion, even if there are multiple calls or no calls, they stay the status quo all the time, 100% of the time, I think there's more opportunity for us to abandon that concept or at least deviate from that concept and focus on being dynamic as opposed to static. So that's some of my thoughts. Uh, what can we do to expand? What can we do to grow? Uh, what should we adopt from the fire service and what should we abandon? So I, I think that, that structure format certainly is, is, is a plus point that we need to take from the fire service and really just run with it. And then from the abandoned side, I think that we need to be much more dynamic than the fire service is uh, and not focus on being so static. And again, that doesn't necessarily relate to the station concept because I firmly believe in that. But what I mean is, is focus on those peak times and try to find ways that we can expand our resources or maybe even contract down a little bit. Uh, work with flexible staffing models to utilize your crews to their best ability and even within an organization and daily operations, there may be ways where you can uh, switch crews up, uh, change the flexibility within them, or offer different, different status models. Uh, maybe two EMTs running a rig versus an EMT and a paramedic versus dual paramedic or three people or more. So find ways to be dynamic instead of just fully sit and structured. And again, these don't apply for all, all organizations, so I'm being kind of generalized here. Uh, and certainly I'm not looking to pick a fight out of it either, um, but just giving some of my thoughts, some of my insight. So I'm Tim Nowak. Thanks again for joining me for another episode of EMS Insight. Any questions at all, any insights, any thoughts, comments, solutions, you name it, feel free to shoot me an email, insight at emergencymedicalsolutionsllc.com. And if you want to continue on with the conversation, join me on LinkedIn, Tim Nowak EMS. Uh, search me there or just uh, look me up and 
join my network. So thanks again, and I will see you next week. Stay safe.